Captain Luis Avila, a U.S. soldier severely wounded by an IED explosion December 2011 in Afghanistan, uses music therapy as a critical component to his healing. Captain Avila will now join the Joint Service Quartet in singing God Bless America. That was a moving moment during a welcome ceremony for the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Mark Milley, back in 2019. But it turns out that it may have been the initial moment that Chairman Milley gained insight into the former president Donald Trump's view of members of the military. Now, according to a stunning new profile in The Atlantic, following wounded Army Captain Luis Avila's rendition of God Bless America, Trump walked over to congratulate and embrace him. But... Moments after that, the former president told Chairman Milley, quote, why do you bring people like that here? No one wants to see that, the wounded. Never let Avila appear in public again, Trump told Milley. And joining me now is the editor-in-chief of The Atlantic, Jeffrey Goldberg. He is the author of that profile, The Patriot, How General Mark Milley Protected the Constitution from Donald Trump. That moment, Jeffrey, is a searing moment just mm. recounted on paper. But what was it like to hear Millie recount that to you? Well, I mean, I'm not going to say how he reacted to all these things or what we talked about specifically, yeah. but there were a lot of witnesses yeah. to that. And I think, uh, I mean, I think it's true that for Mark Milley, like a lot of people who worked in and around that administration, it was a gradual, or sometimes not so gradual, process of learning about the character and the proclivities of the former president. Um, I think that was a moment that was deeply unnatural, right, for American military leaders, not just Mark Milley, uh, because they venerate veterans uh, and, and combat survivors like Captain Avila, right? They, they, they have the universal respect and admiration and sympathy of, of, of generals. So the idea that you would hide them is, uh, is it, it runs again, it runs, it's repugnant. It runs counter to their, to their instincts. But then again, Trump is still the same person who told John McCain, you know, right. he's not a hero because he was captured. <laughs> I mean, this is yeah, the same person. I like person. people who aren't shot down was yeah. Trump's. Yeah, and so, so, so that goes to this point. I don't think Mark Milley, when he came in 2019, thought he was dealing with Mr. Rogers. Um, but again, like the, 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 the interesting thing to me about the progression is it didn't, by the way, it took until Lafayette Square the next year for Mark Milley to fully understand to really, yeah. what, what he's dealing with here, you know, and in terms of president. And very, very hard thing for him to do because that is the commander in chief. One of the, the things that you note in this piece is that Trump picked Milley because he thought he looked like a general. He's a big guy. He's got a general's face, <laughs> yeah. square, big eyebrows. What is he really like? And how did that factor into right. whether they were really able to be compatible? Right. We know people who cover Trump know that he he always says this. He always has this line. Well, that guy looks out of central casting. Yeah. Right. He he casts people for roles. He doesn't he doesn't interview them per se. He's like, you look like a secretary of state. You look like a chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Uh, but what what he didn't understand uh, beneath that tank like build, very strong guy, big combat veteran, and all, was, was a 
Princeton-educated historian, right? And not only that, what he didn't understand, and this is where the relationship fell apart, as it did with a lot of other people, Jim Mattis and John Kelly, other generals who came in because maybe in part they looked the part. Uh, what he didn't understand was Mark Milley was committed to the principle that the military reports, in essence, to the Constitution not to the president of the United States. And he didn't understand that these guys who have risen in the ranks all the way to general have their own code of conduct and ethics and behavior that ran counter to what Trump thought, maybe based on what he saw in movies, yeah. or how he thought he should act. And so it was a clash almost from the beginning, as it was with a lot of other people that Trump hired. One of the uh, stunning things in this piece is that Milley told you that if Trump is elected again, he thinks that, quote, Trump will start throwing people in jail and I'd be at the top of the list. Mm -hmm. He's wow. told that to a lot of, he's told yeah. that to some of his friends and various people. This is not surprising in, in a way. If you recall a, a little while back, Trump told some of his supporters at a rally, I'm gonna be your retribution. And, and, and by that, he also means that I'm going to get my revenge on all and the people. And he wants retribution against Milley for what? Well, well, he thinks that Milley, like other people in the administration, subverted his Trump platform, the, the, the whole MAGA platform. Um, he believes that the military served him, right? He did not take that civics course that many of us took, which said that the military is there to uphold the Constitution. It doesn't work you report to the commander-in-chief, but if the commander-in-chief tells you to do something that's illegal or immoral, you don't do it, right? And so it's not just Milley's problem. I mean, there are a lot of people who work for Donald Trump now who understand that if Trump comes back into power, Trump will try to use the Justice Department, which he will staff with his own people, try to use the Justice Department to prosecute them. For what, we don't know. Remember, the, the details are always hard to understand. But a key moment for, for Milley, uh, we alluded to this earlier, is this mm. Lafayette Square yeah. moment during the George Floyd protests. He's walking with Trump up until a certain point. He says, absolutely positively, shouldn't have been there. Right. That's also, it seems to me, a pretty searing moment for him. Yeah, well, that was a pivot moment in his yeah. life where he said, I cannot go where this guy wants me to go. Remember, at the same time, there's also a discourse in the White House, Trump asks Milley and Esper, the, the defense secretary, says, why can't you just shoot them, the demonstrators, in the legs? And, and they're like, because it's America? Because we're, we don't do that? We don't take the military? We don't put them out on the streets and just start shooting people you don't like in the legs? And, and this is the interesting thing, and you hear this over and over again, Trump doesn't understand. He didn't understand that concept, that that's not what the military is there for. It's not why they join. And it's not what their oath says. He, he literally do. says here, this is in your piece, uh, you guys, referring to combat soldiers, are just are all just killers. Right. What's the difference? Right. And here, you know, we were talking a little yeah. bit a while, a while ago about um, who Millie is. It's like he's a big combat veteran, Iraq, Afghanistan. He's a hockey player growing up. But, but he's also like a, a serious Catholic. He's also a serious intellectual who reads history. And he's a serious student of the Constitution. And those are the parts that maybe Trump didn't see. Yeah, D didn't see, maybe didn't understand or didn't care for. Jeffrey Goldberg, thank you very much for going through all of that for us.